You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So Jerry Trotter says, "What will happen to Jared Stidham if the Patriots drafted a quarterback in the first round?" Now, assuming that the Patriots step outside of their normal comfort zone and move up several picks, what would the rest of the quarterback room look like? Cam Newton is without a doubt penciled in as the starter. Behind him, however, gets a little dicey. The careful manner in which the Patriots have managed Stidham over the first two seasons in the league suggests that they really don't believe in his ability. If New England believes whomever they draft should be better served developing as their third stringer in year one, well, they might feel compelled to add a veteran in free agency to be the primary backup. That way, he would be learning under two experienced quarterbacks as opposed to Stidham, who has attempted 48 passes in his NFL career. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And we're back. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor. This is Shades and the Boston Boomer bringing you the Dear Pats Nation podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, support for Dear Pats Nation is brought to you by Iron Triangle Concrete Weights. Stop overpaying for weights or gym memberships. Visit the Iron Triangle Concrete Weights on Instagram and get your weights today. Tell them that Dear Pats Nation sent you and you'll save 10% off of every order. You can also visit manscaped.com and save 20% plus free shipping when you use the code RayRoute. Get your hands on the very best male grooming products and save 20% plus free shipping when you use the code RayRoute when you visit manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. You can also check out the Rocky Mountain Barber Company where you can save 5% by using that promo code RayRoute. When you purchase your small batch male hygiene products made with natural ingredients, visit RockyMountainBarber.com. Use the code RayRoute and save yourself 5%. We've left the links to all of our generous sponsors and partners in the description wherever and however you are listening or watching this show. Now, you guys know it's Monday. We are usually joined by our boy Tyson over from Master at Work, but... That crazy mofo went 24 hours live over the weekend. He went a straight 24 hours live streaming about EDP 445. We all know how that whole thing went down. So it'll just be Connor and I tonight talking about the New England Patriots. More in particular, the draft. More particular, quarterbacks again. And what the heck is going to happen with Jared Stidham? Connor, how are you, buddy? 
Good, man. Shout out to uh, Tyson doing 24 hours straight. That's insane. I can't believe he did that. Well, I was just asking you off air, when are we going to do our 24-hour stream? And you told me you can barely do an hour stream, that you're not interested in doing a 24-hour stream. Absolutely correct. I don't know how he did it 24 hours. I don't have 24 hours in a week. (laughs) Let alone a day? Yeah. How do you feel that last night on Patreon when we were talking about foods that I referred to lobster as lobster? And like not on purpose. Like I've actually became. I think that's a pretty good sign. I like for everyone here that's new from uh, Boston area. So I think that you're starting to rub off on me that I actually said clam chowder and and lobster yeah. just naturally. It naturally came out of my mouth. Very Bostonian of you. Am I becoming Bostonian? Is that what you're saying? I guess after that, yeah. Now that you're dropping your R's. Oh man. So I before we get into this whole Jared Stidham thing, I gotta talk about this leak that's going on about Jordan Love. Have you seen this? I haven't seen anything about Jordan Love, no. Well, some dude uh tweeted out something today. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up for you, okay? Was it a legit person? Uh no. And that's okay. what I'm getting at now. This is where I'm getting. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna pull up the tweet. So I I get a better I get a better look at this. Now I don't know about you, but my Twitter's been acting funny the last hour or so. Uh, the past week, yeah, I've had a bunch of issues. Okay. So he put this out on Instagram. It shows up on Twitter. I'm going to share the screen right now, but it's about a potential Jordan love trade to the Patriots. And I'll get into why I think it's bogus here in a second, even if it was real, but he says, bro, you got to check this out. My uncle works as a custodian at Lambeau field. He was cleaning an office before a meeting and snagged this picture. Laugh my ass off. I think it has something to do with the draft info on it. If you look at the bottom, you can see that it says something about a trade involving Jordan Love to the Pats. And then he includes this little picture here, right? Somebody then blew it up. Yeah. And when he blew it up, it said that the Patriots were interested in, or it said on the bottom, Jordan Love for the number 15 pick. And the Patriots are going to trade the 15 for Jordan Love, the 29th overall, and a fourth-round draft pick. So that sounds like a major win for the Patriots, right? It would, yeah. But then this dude, Nate Temple, puts out, I hate to be that guy, but that guy who leaked this has leaked fake stuff in the past for attention. He sent them this, and listen to what he writes. My dad works in custodial department in New York. He snuck a, a picture of this when he saw a bunch of NFL executives walking out of a meeting room. So this is the Packers version of Mo Channel. This is, I think, the Packers version of Mo Channel. But or this guy, but like so he's got family who works as a custodian in New York. Yep. He's got an uncle who's a custodian in Green at Lambo. Man. That makes sense. The whole family's in the custodial uh, trade and that they all just work in different parts of the country and they all got jobs in the NFL. You know? Oh, where'd you go? Ray disappeared. Oh, boy. Not a good start. Hopefully we're still live. We are. Yo, you back? Oh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. I tried to un- <laughs> I tried to unshare my screen and I clicked leave studio. Oh, boy. Oh, man. We're back. We're good. We're live for everyone here on the podcast who I never, ever forget about. Um, yeah, so this guy, man, he, they probably all just got jobs in the NFL and custodians and then moved all around to all sorts of different parts of the country. And now he has connections throughout the entire uh, NFL industry. Right? What's that? 
<laughs> this guy, he's just totally connected. His whole family all works at some different team. And now he has all the inside information. Probably <laughs> Mo Channel's cousin. I was going to say, this guy has to be related to Mo Channel and all, the in, and, and all the inside information. So, yeah. So, I know people are excited about Jordan Love, but Jordan Love, it ain't happening. I, I This has already been proven to be, to be BS. And Evan Lazar made a really good point. I think someone popped that up in the chat as well. And basically, he said that, you know, if the Patriots were really interested in Jordan Love, they would have just traded or they would have just drafted him last year. Keeping in mind, I believe the Patriots traded out before Jordan Love was selected. Right. I believe so. They I mean, they definitely had the opportunity to draft before the Packers. Right. So I would imagine they could have taken Jordan Love if they really wanted to. Yeah, they could have. I'm just going to look up the 2020 draft results. Oh, man. So I just saw Love Vibration Nation's uh, comment. He did it before the show. Nice. And he said, we want just uh, we want happy Ray back. Positive Ray, who doesn't get pissed at the dumb chat comments. Be above it, bro. Love always. Uh, love always the answer. Also, if you want to be uh, in a better mood, then stop doing shows on quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> what else it, do you want us to do shows on? Come on now. It's true. I don't think I got upset. I don't think I got upset with the uh, with the chat in my last show. I don't. I don't remember. It's all you, blur to me. You weren't there. It was an hour. No, I wasn't ago. there. I wasn't was, there. It was the seven o'clock show. I know. I was just giving answers. I was just giving answers. So the Patriots were at twenty correct last Sounds year right yeah no they were at 23 they traded out of the 23rd and jordan love was drafted at 26 okay yeah so, so if they wanted them they could have grabbed them yeah the patriots the patriots could have got them so yeah. um it's not the title of this video but i know it's been kind of going bonkers on twitter jordan love is not returning or is not returning not is not being traded to the patriots debunked done finished through done done i wonder what they are going to do with jordan love or if they're going to keep him depending on how long aaron Rodgers is going to play for absolutely they're going to keep him they're going to push aaron Rodgers out that's my opinion you think so yeah yeah all right 10 minutes in we still haven't talked about jared stidham should we talk about jared stidham i guess we do got a super chat, so let's go to the super chat. The hook, Mike. Hey, buddy. If the Pats go for a quarterback in early rounds, Stidham will be released because it will save them money. Uh, plus, obviously, they will be done with him at the, that point. Will it save them money? I don't know if it'll save them money. I mean, it probably not a lot of money. I can't imagine he's on the books for a lot of money. But, I mean, it, it's to me, the money is the, the second part. The first part's a roster spot. I mean, at that point, if you just never see Jared Stidham starting for this team anyways, why waste a roster spot on him? Why not just cut him? And then, sure, if you save $800,000 a year, that's great. That's icing on the cake. Well, actually, I originally thought the thought process would be, like, say they went and got a Kellen Mond. Yep. Who absolutely positively will not be ready to start in 2021. So we know that Cam Newton will be the starter. Right. So the thought was perhaps Jared Stidham stays on for one more year as the backup so Kellen Mond can develop. And then, you know, next year it is what it is. And I still think that Jared Stidham will be a backup quarterback somewhere. That's the same. Yeah. Right. But then Jerry Trotter 
points out that he believes that if they do draft a quarterback who's going to be the third stringer this year and learn you know to develop into an NFL quarterback, that they're going to go out and draft a veteran quarterback or not draft. <laughs> they're going to draft a veteran. They're going to go out yeah. and sign a veteran quarterback. So if that's the case, then yeah, if they get take a quarterback, then they're obviously going to be done with Jared Stidham, which I think will disappoint some people because I think there's still people out there who believe that Jared Stidham is still the future of this team. Do you think that Jared Stidham is the future of this team? No. No, I don't think Jared Stidham's the future of this team. I don't think he's really going to make any sort of an impact this season. I really don't care what they end up doing with him. If they decide to cut him, that's fine. If they decide to keep him and have him play behind Cam or play as a third-string quarterback to whoever the the second-string quarterback might be, if they do draft somebody, I'm fine with that. I mean, he could end up on the practice squad. I, I just don't see him being a major part of the offense ever. So I, I don't see where he's really going to fit in. If it was between him and Brian Hoyer, I feel like they might as well keep Brian Hoyer because at least he can help out more from a veteran standpoint. Didn't Brian Hoyer sign with somebody? Did he? Someone sign him? I thought he did. I thought that he... Uh... Oh, he's a free agent. He okay. visited somebody. He's still a free agent. Hoyer the Destroyer. Hoyer the Destroyer. Oh man, I was he just gave it a nice. We appreciate it. I was actually just gonna get to the comment because he said about a million. That's gonna save him more. So okay. they're gonna they're gonna thank you, Mike. That's they're gonna save one, you know, basically one million eight thousand. Yeah, that's a that's a decent little money, decent little chunk of change. Save a million bucks if they get rid of him. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. Yeah. I would uh Yeah, I don't know, man. Even if they were gonna lose money. Do you see any reason? Sorry, my dog is going. I was going to say, someone's going nuts over your house. Yeah, yeah, it's a dog. It's, yeah. it's, it's, my wife just got home from work. So the dog's excited. Yeah. And I, nice. for reasons beyond belief. Holy Jesus. What is they're going on ex- up there? They're very excited. <laughs> Talk for a second. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, for anyone who's on the podcast, Raised Dogs, and really enjoying yourself up there, um, we'll get to some of your comments in the near future. I don't know what's going to happen with Stidham, though. I don't I, I, I don't think he's going to be on the team, realistically. I, I, I foresee him getting cut, and if he hangs around, I don't think he really even plays many snaps, if any. So this was my opinion on it. So I was asked about Jared Stidham in this No Sources podcast at 7 o'clock, and here's what I said. My heart, my gut, and my head tell me that Jared Stidham is not the future of the New England Patriots. So if they were going to trade or if they were going to draft a quarterback, then Jared Stidham's time will probably be done with New England. Yep. But in the sense of trying to stay balanced, right? In in the sense of trying to stay balanced. And and I've discussed this with you before. We use that same argument with Cam Newton, right? Like, there's an argument that says they got to, they, they, there's an argument to say, give Jared Stidham a chance. I don't agree with the argument. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan for the argument, but in the, in the, in the case of being balanced, there's an, an argument to say, Hey man, like this guy's never got a clean start in the NFL. We don't know how much time he got in practice with the first team and getting those first team reps. I think it's fair to say, and I think, your argument is always he didn't take advantage of the opportunity that he was given when he was put in the games, but he always right. came in during a blowout. Now, again, my heart tells me like, if you're coming in during a blowout, 
then teams, you know, defenses are in prevent defense. You should be marching down the field. You're right. But because he's never really got the opportunity, I feel like the Patriots are going to give him another opportunity to try to prove that he's because imagine if the Patriots do draft, say Kellen Mond, and then Jared Stidham ends up being the guy like hypothetically. Yep. The Patriots are in a perfect position. I mean, mean, yeah, that would, that would be fantastic if they could do all of that. If they could draft somebody like Kellen Mond and then Jared Stidham ends up beating out Cam Newton for the job. I mean, that would be fantastic. They would be loaded up. They would have quarterback wouldn't all of a sudden fade away as the, as a problem for years to come. Well, they suddenly have too many quarterbacks on their team. Right. Yeah. Now they'd have draft. Now they'd have capital to trade for draft picks. Then you could try to allow Mon to develop and then let those two really fight it out to who's going to be the starter and trade one, right? Like, right. So it's really a simple situation. Or if Mon doesn't work out, you got Jared Sidham. Again, pure, pure, pure hypothetical, right? I don't see that happening. But at the same time, I think the Patriots will try to give him some sort of opportunity to try to prove that he should be there. Yeah. Give him the training camp. Give him the pre- if there's preseason games, give him the preseason. Cause I mean, people are going to say, well, you can't just base everything you saw on his one preseason two years ago. But then that's the same argument as saying, well, Cam Newton didn't have a good season because he didn't have a preseason. Right? Like it's you can't use the argument. You know what I mean? You can't use the argument both directions. Again, I don't think in my head, I don't think that Jared Stidham is ever going to be the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. I don't think Jared Stidham will ever be a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I don't think that the Patriots are just going to dismiss him, or at least as a fan base, we can't just dismiss him. And unless New England, look, if New England moves up to a top five, Jared Stidham is done. Right. Absolutely done. There's no way the Patriots are going to give up that kind of draft capital and try to bank on Jared Stidham beating out the top five quarterback, wherever they were. But I also don't think the Patriots are going to trade up that high. So if that's the case, then yeah, I think you got to give him that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be very surprised if he doesn't get a full preseason, you know, and all the way up to the very final cuts. I don't think he's going to get cut anytime soon. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity in the preseason and in training camp to see what he can do. But I think if it comes down to it and they're really looking at roster spots and he doesn't look great and Bill Belichick doesn't believe in him, then I, I don't I don't I think he'll he'll have no problem kind of cutting him. Love vibration nation. This this comment pisses me off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy, man. I didn't think I was miserable in my last stream. I'm sorry that I came off like that. I was I had a good time in that stream. That stream went way too fast. Nice. Uh Love Vibration Nation says Brady's last season here. He was injured and didn't practice a lot. Stidham took a lot of first-team reps. He hasn't shown the it factor yet. I mean, that's hard to argue with that as a knock, Connor. And then we kind of talked yeah. about that. I mean, you, that's your biggest preach, right, is the kid's had the opportunity, and he's never taken advantage of the opportunity. And when I watch him, I just don't really get impressed by anything I've seen out of him. I don't know. I guess, yeah, he hasn't had all that many opportunities, but anytime I've seen him, I, I haven't been impressed. I haven't, I like, like Love Vibration Nation says here, we haven't seen him show the it factor. Is the yet word there right at the end though? Y-E-T, yet? Is that is that the word we should be hanging on to? That gives us a little uh, dangle of hope. 
that maybe he he will still come on and be able to do something more and be able to improve based on what we've seen so far. Now, one thing I got into in the No Sources podcast is I got into expectations. And I said, the one thing I'm happy about this year, especially for Cam Newton, but this could be for anybody, is I think the expectations this season are a little bit more down to earth than the expectations for last season were. Because there was a lot more people like you that just believed the Patriots were going to, you know, and look, there was the definite Brady's gone, the Patriots are going to be, you know, they're going to be last in the league, they're going to suck, and they're kind of right, you know what I mean, in in a sense. But there was a lot of people like you that, like you thought the Patriots were going to win 13 games. You thought they were just going to pick up right where they left off. Pretty much. The New yeah. England Patriots, you don't need Tom Brady. You don't need weapons. Cam Newton will, you know, when Newton came to the team, that solidified AFC Championship. See, see in February. Yeah, I thought they would just continue to keep going. I thought they'd win the AFC East. They'd have about the same record that they've had for the past 20 years. I thought they were just going to keep going. I thought they are going to keep moving forward. I completely and totally, utterly overestimated it. Yeah, so when they go 7-9, and that's a massive disappointment for someone who thought they were going to win 13 games. So I think that this year the expectations are a little bit brought more down to earth. So, uh, you know, this might be the perfect time to try out a Jared Stidham, you know, at least in a preseason in a camp way. I don't even think that was the original point I was looking for. But what I'm saying is, is so when we talk about expectations, is one of the issues a rookie quarterback going to have is that Patriot fans are going to expect the next Tom Brady? Because that's my concern. And I say this all the time. We will never, ever, 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 ever. I'm running out of breath. Can you say ever a few times? Ever, 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 ever. Find another Tom Brady. Like I am almost willing to put one of my paychecks on the line. I'm willing to put anything Connor makes on this show on the table. I will double it to say the new England Patriots will never have another Tom Brady. No chance. They will, they will never have a quarterback who can accomplish what Tom Brady accomplished. They will never have a quarterback. Who's as smart as Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the goat and he's a goat for a reason. And anybody in here who's telling me Tom Brady's not the goat move on. All right. And this is coming from a guy who was very, very bitter about Tom Brady leaving the Patriots, but I can't deny who the guy is. Are Patriot fans waiting for the next Tom Brady? And is every quarterback going to be a disappointment? Pretty much. Well, not every, not all of like uh, Patriots fans, but there's a core group of them out there who are just going to demand that they continue to do what they did for the past 20 years and that they win six Super Bowls and go to nine Super Bowls in 18 years and nothing's ever going to be good enough unless they're consistently and constantly winning. Then they're going to complain and just always look back at what they've had over the past 20 years. And anybody who falls even a little bit short, even if they, they are pretty good, it, it's just not going to live up to Tom Brady's expectations. No one's ever going to get there. No, and and snap time beat me. It said no one in the league will ever yep. have another Tom Brady, let alone the Patriots. Oh, 100%. I agree. I don't think anybody's ever going to have that type of success to go to nine Super Bowls, win six, and to have just winning season after winning season for two decades. So Chevy's back, which I think we're both happy about. What's up, Chevy? He says, I believe when Robert Kraft says the kid had no opportunities, even Blaine Gabbert got a shot over Kaepernick. And, and that's what I'm getting at. I think the Patriots, whether I believe that uh, at the end of the day, whether I believe it, Connor believes it, you believe it. I mean, everybody in the chat, not Chevy in particular, but everybody, even if we all believe Jared Stidham is not the next quarterback of the New England Patriots, it's really irrelevant because the only one it really matters to is 
Bill Belichick. Right. His mother may have called him William, you know? And that's the whole piece of it. The only person's opinion who matters is Bill Belichick. And I just, there's something in me based on exactly what Chevy's saying here on what Robert Kraft said. And just on just that gut feeling that the Patriots aren't quite ready to give up on Jared Stidham, regardless of what we think. Right. I put Jared Stidham in like the Nikhil Harry category. He's still on the team. We'll still have to see what he's capable of, but I think he's on the hot seat. I think his position is not secure. He's going to need to take a step forward. If he doesn't, at some point, you're going to cut ties. But Robert Kraft, he was was relatively high on him in the little bit that he spoke about him, saying he didn't get a fair shake either. And Robert Kraft didn't really hold back words when that when they did that interview. He came out and almost said too much. You know what I mean? So I think if at that point he would have said that they're planning on him being the backup. He was basically doing a tell-all interview. And listen, I want to point this out as well. And and this is a good point because the one thing that one comparison you've made in the past, you, Connor, you, you right over there, you, me, the one point that you've made in the past is that when Jimmy Garoppolo got his opportunity, he took advantage of it, right? He did. Yeah. He got injured, but he played great the first couple of games. He did. And also when he came in against Kansas city on that Monday night blowout, he got a touchdown. He did. Yep. He Here's did. Shredder's point, And this is a good point. I bet if Stidham would have played, would be playing okay if he had 11 and 87 on the field. When Jimmy came in for Brady, at least the weapon, he had weapons to throw to. Maybe he'll look better this year with Smith and Henry. And that is the argument, right? Because, yes, you and I have both acknowledged, have both acknowledged, have both acknowledged that Cam Newton made a lot of mistakes last year, but. Bill Belichick did not give him any weapons. Yet we somehow had this expectation that Jared Stidham would come in. We let's put it this way: we didn't expect Cam Newton to perform any miracles, right? Right. Well, he's who's he going to throw the football to? Nikhil Harry, right? We didn't really, you know, like we we talked about it a lot. But with Jared Stidham, it's like we expected him to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. You know, like it's how come he couldn't elevate the receivers? Do you know what I mean? Like it's that we defend Cam in one way, but then on the other hand, we won't defend Jared Stidham with the same argument. Yeah. In in 2019, though, Stidham came in and he had, I think, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. He did not Uh, have Antonio Brown. I thought it was versus the... um, He came in against the Jets. So you're going to come in and based on one series... In 2019. Well, he, he, he threw a pick six and then Belichick benched him and put Brady back in. So that was his only opportunity that year. Tom Brady's first opportunity was in a, I think, a preseason game and he threw a, a, he threw an interception. Did he? I don't know. I guess maybe Sidham. We'll see what Sidham does. Maybe he will be good. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just, it, all I'm getting at is, all I'm getting at is, and I don't believe that Jared Stidham is the future of the Patriots. I don't know how all of a sudden I'd be. I went from the guy ready to cut every quarterback on this team to now I'm defending Jared freaking Stidham of all people. I'm just saying I think the Patriots, don't be shocked if Jared Stidham is 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 getting a real opportunity, not just in training camp, but during the preseason as well. 
No, we'll see. I think he definitely is. If he does get cut, I don't think he's going to get cut until the very last day. I think he's going to be like one of the fringe guys. And if he plays really well, then he's probably going to compete against Cam Newton. I think Cam's probably still has like the fast track to the job, depending on who they draft. If they draft, then Jared Stidham, I think, obviously is going to go down the jet the depth chart pretty quick. But we'll we'll see. It depends on who they draft as well. What if he's coming out during preseason and just throwing bombs? That's going to be tough because then it's going to be him and Cam Newton and Bill Belichick's going to have to decide what he wants to do and who he wants to move forward with. Because if he comes out and looks better than Cam, I don't know what Bill's Bill's going to do at that point. I think Bill obviously is kind of planning on Cam Newton being the starter as of right now, but if he looks that much better and Cam doesn't look any better than he did last season, then what does he do? Yeah, and I think to sort of wrap this up, I mean, we spent 20 minutes talking about Jared Stidham. But to wrap this up, I think that we shouldn't be cheering against Jared Stidham, even if you are on the same page as Connor and I, who we both don't believe that Jared Stidham is going to even be an NFL quarterback, let alone the starter of the Patriots. But there's people going into this season, like just hoping for his failure. So he'll just go away. But the best case for the scenario, the best case scenario for new England is that Jared Stidham comes out and just balls out during during camp and during the preseason and actually make even if Cam Newton is the starter this year, if Bill Belichick had to at least think about it, just think about it a little bit. That's a very positive sign if you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Jared Stidham's only like 24 years old, so obviously if he can develop and and end up being decent, it would be great for the Patriots. They would already have the quarterback of the future on the team if that's the case. Yeah, and then we'd be all set, all good already, all good in the hood. I'm happy tonight, Connor. That's good. I'm in a good mood. Nobody's pissed me off yet. There we go. There's still time. There's still time. Guys, I do have an announcement to make, though. Tomorrow was supposed to be the start of Sarah's new podcast. We've unfortunately had to postpone that until Saturday, uh, just due to reasons. So unplanned and unprepared there will be another no sources podcast tomorrow at 7 p.m i'm sorry guys nice i'm sorry uh i got more patriot stuff i want to talk about we want to get more of your comments we want to just keep you know chatting away here but we got to hear from our friends over at manscape they well they pay us they pay the bills they help us they're proud sponsors they like the show we like the show we like their product they like us I have no hair on my chest now because of that. My wife's actually not happy about it and says I look like a little boy. So <laughs> that means the razor works very well. Nice. Support for Dear Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Fellas, when was the last time you could see behind the bushes? Now, let me tell you, Taking care of my nether regions and making sure I'm getting a close shave always makes me nervous when you are not using the right products, especially when you're trying to use products designed for your face. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped and engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blades to reduce grooming accidents. And that is thanks to their advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. 
Guys, Manscaped obsesses over technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They also use the best ingredients in all of their formulations. And guys, when I tell you that trimming the bushes makes the tree stand taller, that's a little bit of an understatement. And guys, this is premium. And I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take that longer shave. And one of the coolest features that you have on this device, it illuminates areas for a closer shave and a more precise trimming. And they've also upgraded the motor to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And don't forget about the charging stand. Guys, I do it. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock and it is powered by USB. And if you are listening right now, you were one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RAYROUTE at manscaped.com. Level up your hygiene routine with only the best manscaping tools. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RAYROUTE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the code RAYROUTE. That's R-A-Y. Y R A U T H trim your junk with manscape. And we're back. So today I was looking up apps online, just like stupid apps that make me laugh kind of thing. Like I subscribe to like board Panda and the chive and all that kind of stuff. Right. Nice. So I looked up fake news in the apps. Cause I wanted to find like a, like an onion. I wanted to find like a fake news app just to like, but like funny fake news, right? My second option under fake news in the app store this morning, I'm not even kidding you, was the weather network. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that would make sense, right? It would. Because I mean, the weather's wrong all the time, right? Yeah. But I was just like, it just made me laugh so much that when I was looking up fake news in an app that the weather network was my second option of apps to download. That's actually, yeah, that's really, so somebody in there with uh, whatever the algorithm is, is, is trolling somebody. Yeah. Apple's having fun. That's definitely yeah. fun in the algorithm. Oh man. So you want to talk some more Patriots? Should we talk Patriots? Patriots, football, sports, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. NFL. NFL. Here's an interesting one. To Robert Jones, a fan side, I wrote this today and it really kind of shocked me. The Detroit Lions, I know this, and this does affect the Patriots from a, a draft perspective. The Detroit Lions, New Brass, Brad Holmes, and Dan Campbell, they believe in Jared Goff. However, that may not stop them from still drafting a quarterback never, number seven overall during the 2021 NFL draft later this month. Ooh. I'm getting really, really tired of all these teams just making sure the Patriots don't get one of those top fives. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously I had them chalked up as definitely not drafting a quarterback. I figured you just went out and traded for Jared Goff, who was a number one pick or number two pick, whatever it was only three or four years ago. And you just traded for him. Why would you go out and not try and get somebody and surround him with weapons? Why would you go out and draft another quarterback? I don't I know though. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they don't believe in him that much. I don't think they were trading for Jared Goff. They were trading away Matthew Stafford. 
Right. And I think that was maybe one of the big differences. But when I read that today, I think yesterday I read it. Like when I saw that, I was just at the point where I was like, it, it's just destined. And now apparently Miami is ready to trade out of that number six spot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the, the third, a third thing. So what they're going to trade to who Denver, who's a quarterback needy team, right? Denver or somebody else who's probably in the top 15 outside of the Patriots. Like I just, at this point, uh, at this point, I just, I just, as much as I want to believe we're going to be here on the draft live going, Oh my God, you're not going to be, here. you're going to be at work. You're going to be late. It was only going to be over by this point, but I'm just imagining myself sitting here going, Oh my God. Oh my God. He and traded Patriots, up. He traded up. He ain't going to trade up. The Patriots are going to draft the punter and I'm going to move to Tampa Bay. I know, but like, I just feel like, like that whole excitement of, could they draft trade up into the, you know, one of the top five picks. I think that's just, I don't think it is. I think it's, I think it's just a, a question at this point. It's going to blow the doors off of all of our speculation here the past couple months of what they can do, who they're going to get, where they're going to trade to. It's been very uh, anticlimactic, the draft, for a long time. So hopefully this year is the year of the excitement. I just, like, I feel like, you know, our boy, the Rice King, he's been telling us forever that Miami's going to do whatever they can to block the Patriots from getting a quarterback. Right. And if they trade out a number six, you possibly could have the first four picks take a quarterback. Yep. Then... Number six, if Miami stays and doesn't take a quarterback, but now you got Detroit, who's thinking about taking a quarterback? Oh, it's going to make it gosh. much, much more difficult. Yeah, the, I don't know. The the Patriots are only going to have at that point the opportunity to. They might as well move back if the, if that's what it's going to be. Why why bother moving up? Why not move back and try and take somebody and and get a steal later on in the draft at that point? Yeah, I see people talking about snow in the live chat. Nice. They're snow calling, here on Friday. They're calling for snow here on tomorrow or Wednesday. Nice. 70% chance. So, oh, that's going to be good. I think it's going to be 70 degrees here tomorrow. Sunday I was in a t-shirt. Yeah, yep, there you go. That sounds like uh, April weather, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Snow and 70 I'm just done with it. I'm done with weather. I'm done with lockdown. Weather isn't even real. It's fake news. It is fake news if you fake look news. it up on the uh, on the app store. <laughs> just so. just a, just ask Apple. They they know everything. They consider it the second most fake news. <laughs> What's the first? CNN? Probably. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Them and Fox are they're tied. Oh man, I I'm so tired. I'm so t- <laughs> dude, I'm at that age now. I was saying this, I put this out on Twitter the other day that like I'm at that age now that if I don't get enough sleep, I wake up hungover. Yeah. I don't I even think, have to yeah. I don't even have to drink to feel hungover in the morning. Like I just get up and feel hungover. No, I, I hear you, I agree. I'm in a constant state of whatever. Uh, you want to pull up some uh, some chat here? Yeah, we got one here from Chevy. Says, Lord forbid, Cam goes down. Right? What's the call at that point? Oh God, it better be like that's that's the concern, right? Yeah. So again, one of the options, like Jerry Trotta was saying, is that maybe the Patriots go out and get a veteran quarterback. But my question is, who? Which which veteran quarterback? Do you trade for Marcus Mariota? I am not really planning on that. Um, maybe I don't know who else is even out there at this point that would even be worth it to go as get and get as a 
veteran quarterback. I think if Cam goes down, then obviously it would have to be Stidham if he's still on the team and they don't have a rookie ready to go. But I think if Cam goes down, it's going to be difficult and it might be a lost season to begin with, which is crazy to say. <laughs> Do you then go aggressive at San Francisco? Like, say it's like week five. Yeah. Do you go aggressive at San Francisco if they're not really in it and and give them what they want and bring Jimmy Garoppolo in? That would be nice, yeah. I mean, you you got to do something. You got to do something, especially if it looks like the Patriots are going to be really good if they're four and one at that point. Yeah, go go hard and move and move for somebody if you have to. But then you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to do some serious cap gymnastics to do that though. Cap gymnastics and give up a ton of draft capital. I'm sure they'll know that the Patriots are in a bad spot. They'll they'll take advantage of them, make them give up more than they should. You know, the one funny thing is with Tom Brady, I never worried about him getting injured. No, I never did either. Never. Dude had knee surgery this year. I didn't even know he had knee surgery, to be honest with you. I didn't even I didn't even know he had knee problems. All of a sudden, like I'm on Twitter the other day, and like Bruce Arians is like, Yeah, his knee's healing up great. Or Tom Brady said his his knee's healing, you know, his, his offseason surgery is is healing up great. And I was like, You had offseason surgery? Yeah, that was news to me, man. But good good for him, man. Good for him. He seems to bounce back from all these things quick. Uh, we got a super chat here from No Love Entertainment. It says, hey, Connor, Ray, what's up, my boys? I would like to see Bill trade up for a quarterback, but don't be surprised if he stays at 15 and drafts an offensive lineman or something. Yeah, I would like to see him get a quarterback too. I don't know how feasible that's going to be because I think it's going to go quarterback heavy very quickly and the options are going to become limited. Um, I don't know. At that point, I wouldn't stay at 15, but if he does, I wouldn't be surprised if he drafts an offensive lineman or someone of that sort. I want him to draft a long snapper if they can't get a quarterback. I'm on board with that too. Because I want Connor to actually move to Florida. I'll do it. Go down and get a job and then convince his boss to hire me and my wife and sponsor us so we can become American citizens and move to Florida with him. So someone snap face Bill and let him know that that's what we really want him to do is draft a long snapper. The boys at Deer Pats Nation want to move to Florida. Let him know. Tampa Bay, here we come. Would your mom cry if you moved to Florida, if you moved out of Mass? Probably. You have a brother, right? Yeah. Does he live in Mass? Yeah, he lives in Mass, so he can take my spot. As the favorite? As Yeah, as the favorite. Are you the favorite? I like to think so. Are you the baby or the older one? No, I'm the middle child. Oh, you got two siblings? Yep. Two brothers or a brother and a sister? I got an older brother, younger sister, so I'm right in the middle. Oh, so the sister's the favorite. Come on. Yeah, I know. What am I saying? <laughs> the younger dude, I had a younger sister too. And it's yep. just she was the princess of the house. There you go, right? I became my mom's favorite after I moved out. Yeah. All of a sudden I became the favorite when I got my own place. And then and my sister is now moving by uh May the fourth, moving into her her new house. My parents are officially empty nesters. Wow. They must be excited about that, huh? Or, yeah, are, they, or are they not excited? No, nah, but I think it's a, my dad's excited. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's a little, like a little mix of both. Right. Um, are your parents empty nesters? No, no. They got my brother there with them, so. Oh, do they know you're moving back in soon? How do they feel about that? I'm not moving back in. I don't no, I'm sorry. You're, <laughs> you're buying a house. Hopefully, yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, you'll just be temporarily living with them when you're buying a house we'll see i don't know if i'll do that either 
I don't know if I want to go back. I like living alone. My brother-in-law bought a house. Now he's selling his house and moving back in with, uh, we bought it with a guy and the guy didn't move out. And now he's, he's moving back in with my in-laws. And I just look at him and go, oh man. God bless him. Gardner Minshew could be of interest if Cam got hurt. I've been a big, big proponent or like fan of the Patriots maybe making a move for Gardner Minshew. Uh, I think the issue is, I don't know if, you know, we didn't really answer the last question. So after we answer this, we should go back and answer it. That's true. <laughs> so, but uh, the issue is, I don't know if they're going to make Gardner Minshew available. He's super cheap and probably the perfect backup quarterback for uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's that's the only issue. And I wonder if the Patriots did call. And if they were desperate, you may have to way overpay for, for Gardner Minshew. But as Connor knows, I'm a big fan of Minshew. I like his stats. I like his numbers. There's a lot of things I like about Gardner Minshew. And I think he'd be the perfect backup quarterback behind Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I can't imagine they're looking to just get rid of Gardner Minshew. So unless somebody wants to really overpay for him and, and offer up something pretty legit, then there's really no benefit of them moving Gardner Minshew. He's a, gr- he's a great backup. I mean, he's cheap. There's there's not much benefit unless they're gonna, somebody's going to give up something good for him. Yeah, no, I agree. And thank you, Mike, for the uh, the – the super chat and uh, another super chat here from No Love Entertainment says, "To be honest, I want a wide receiver. If we can't get a quarterback, Waddle would be nice. You can trade for ten or something and probably get him one hundred percent. Waddle could fall to fifteen if everything goes a little screwy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there are a lot of people who are going to go early, so it's going to kind of, kind of." dwindle things i think five quarterbacks will probably go in the top 15 right i mean pitts is going to go in the top 15 you know there's six people off the board right there so there there's going to be people who fall there's going to be people hanging around at 15 that are still really good players well and what's really interesting is now it's like okay so first overall jacksonville they're going to get a quarterback yep second overall the jets they're going to take a quarterback yep Third overall, San Francisco, they're going to take a quarterback. Yep. Atlanta, fourth overall, could take a quarterback. Right. So let's just, for the sake of this argument, say they do. Okay. Fifth overall, Cincy, they're going to take an offensive lineman. Number six overall, Miami. Let's say they trade with the Broncos. The Broncos are going to take a quarterback at number six. Yep. Number seven is going to be the first skilled position outside a quarterback to get picked in Detroit. So now you're talking Devontae Smith or Kyle Pitts. Considering that they have Hawkinson, maybe they go with Devontae Smith. Yep. Then you get to number eight, Carolina. I think they take Kyle Pitts. Nine is now Miami. If I'm them, I'm looking offensive line or defensive line. Ten overall is Dallas. I don't see them taking another wide receiver at this point. They got to fix that defense. Yeah, they they could be a good candidate for Parsons. Yeah, so I'm trying to. And who's eleven? I'm just going to look sure. it up. I, I knew the top ten, and usually we have the Patriots trading already. So I already had to. I had to go up. So hold on, I'm just pulling up the the draft order here. Tankathon. Number eleven is the Giants. Yep. 
Giants need a Giants need help in a couple different areas. Yeah, so I don't know. And then you got Philly. I don't know Philly. if they're going wide receiver. What about uh, Jamar Chase? When's he supposed to go? Sometime in the first, right? Okay. Minnesota, maybe a receiver. So, and then the Chargers, maybe a receiver. There's a chance that one of those big receivers could fall to the Patriots at 15 if they were going receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna it's gonna get really screwy between like ten and fifteen, like ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I have no idea what they're gonna do. I have no idea who Philadelphia is really looking at. In the beginning, it's very, very easy. I mean, the Jaguars might as well pick tomorrow. We all know who they're gonna take. Jets are gonna take a quarterback, regardless of who it is. Maybe it's a little bit different than we expect. Same thing with the 49ers. Maybe they take a different quarterback than expected, but they're taking a quarterback. I mean, then from there, as the draft goes on, it's like who knows who the Giants are going to pick at eleven. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's this is one of the wackiest drafts, right? In a long time, because again, there's so many wild cards. Atlanta's a wild card, big time. Miami's a wild card, whether they're going to stay or trade out. The Patriots are a wild card of what they're going to do. It, it's there's it's things are just it's very very wacky. Um, I, this one is just for you, so I'm going to let you you do this. Bruce, Nick Foles and Nick Folk, two folk legends. Yes, sir. One of them is a good legend for New England. The other one is the worst legend in New England history. One of them has a statue outside of the stadium yes. in Philadelphia, the Philly special. Philly, Philly, right? Because they were able to take down the Patriots on that trick play that should have been a penalty. Chevy says, A.J. McCarron, a good Alabama quarterback, it would be cheap. Yeah, I kind of forgot all about A.J. McCarron. A lot of people were high on him a few years ago when he got drafted. A lot of people thought he was going to be a good quarterback in the league. I remember hearing a lot about him. I just haven't seen him do anything. I, I don't know if he's on the radar of the people Belichick's looking at him as like he's going to be a career backup. Well, regardless, if he, even if he's a career backup, he could still – Backup Cam Newton, if Cam Newton gets hurt, coming as a starter, that's why you have a backup, right? Your backup quarterback is there in case the worst happens. Right. He's a free agent. Like, he'd probably veterans minimum to bring him in, no? I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, if he's still a free agent at this point, there can't be a lot of offers out there to him. So I don't think he would be someone who's going to be able to be too picky. Yeah, he's he's solid. I mean, he's not spectacular, but he's solid. Right. So I mean, if, yeah, if Cam went down, that's all they would really need to stay competitive is someone who's solid. Yeah, like we're we're not talking about the future patriot of the quarterbacks. We're talking about a good, solid veteran backup who can help a, a mentor a young quarterback. Or if the inevitable happens, not the inevitable, I guess the worst happens, and Cam Newton gets injured, then you got the backup quarterback right there. Right. All right. That's it for super chat. So you can go to the regular chat now if you'd like. All right. Uh, Trevor Cheeks here says, Jamar Chase will be the first wide receiver off the board. Over Devontae Smith? Could be. I've seen, I I've, seen a, I've seen it both ways. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not sure. I just know that those are the three, quarter, the three wide receivers that are supposed to go early is Chase. And you know what? It all, I think it all depends on who these, who these teams want. You know what I mean? Say the Giants are there at 11 and no wide receivers have been drafted. Now they have their pick between Smith, Waddle, and Chase. They can decide whoever it is of the three that they really want. 
Are we going to assume that Carolina is going to take Kyle Pitts? Do we think he's off the board by eight? Yeah, I mean, if I was Carolina, I would scoop him up immediately. They don't have a tight end, as far as I'm aware of, that's legitimate. I don't know who their tight end is. Would you take him if you're Detroit? I mean, you already have Hawkinson, but you could you could have that two-headed monster with Hawkinson and Pitts. I'd definitely consider it, yeah. I would definitely think about it. I think I, so. I guess it would depend on who else they're looking at. But if not, if I'm Carolina, I'd jump on him at eight. Yeah. My uh, Micah Parsons, Mika Parsons, or Micha Parsons, whatever one of those three you want, is looking better Mr. and better. Yeah. Mr. Parsons might be might still be there. We got one in from Bruce. He says, can Bill Belichick package all of the picks of this year to move up? Um, all of the picks? Is he trying to get Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I mean, honestly, I would be, even if we got Trevor Lawrence, if he gave up every single draft pick, I would be pissed. Yeah. That's uh, that's too much. Maybe he could. Maybe that's what it would take. That's the only way that Trevor Lawrence would go to the Patriots. I don't even think they'd say yes to all those picks. I don't think Jacksonville would say yes to that. They'd want more. Right. Cause what are, then what are they going to do? Quarterback. They want all next year's picks as well. Right. Dennis here says, is it sad to see us Patriots fans settling for average at QB? We need to be ambitious. No matter what the cost, trade up and get the future. Don't wait for it to come to you. I don't think we're settling for anything. Um, I think that we're saying this is what we think Belichick could do. This is what he could do. You know, there's a lot to balance when it comes to. Tra- Let's say the Patriots trade up and take Mac Jones. Let's just say. And then Mac Jones is a bust. Everybody who is screaming about the Patriots having to trade up would then be screaming that Belichick can't evaluate talent. Yeah, it's going to go one way or the other. You know what I mean? They're going to, they're going to, there's going to be something negative on both sides of the coin. Yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily call it. I wouldn't necessarily call it settling. I think we're just saying like it's going to be very with all the teams in on quarterbacks this year. It's going to be very difficult for the Patriots to get their hands on a quarterback. Right. It's it's. I mean, the three out of the top five quarterback corner quarterbacks are going to be gone, and not, they're not going to have an option to get them, no matter what. Are. No matter what. Uh, CNS 420 said the Patriots should just take Caleb Farley or JC Horn at this point. I'm pushing for them to take Asante Samuel Jr. If that's the case. <laughs> I like, I like J I like Horn Horn. If they were going to go secondary, which is a need for the Patriots uh, to me, it's just as big need as, as linebacker. Uh, I, I like Horn a lot better than Asante Samuel Jr. Well, see, First of all, Asante's not going in the. Sorry, he's got to readjust. Asante's not going in the first round, is he? I don't know. I thought he was. I don't know. I just, I just want them to take Asante Samuel, just so they can, just to piss off Senior. You think Bill Belichick will have uh, Asante Samuel Senior banned from Patriots Place? He won't That'd be, be even better. You can't even go watch your son play because <laughs> yeah. you're banned. And what's the rookie gonna do? Yeah, touche. Man. That'd be fun. That, like, I, I'm always the guy who's like, don't do any, you know, I'm that bitter, though, that I want them to take Asante Samuel Jr. just to piss off Asante Samuel Sr., who is solely, solely, solely responsible 
for the Patriots' undefeated season being broken. It's a lot of responsibility on his shoulders there. Not Tyree. Not the offensive line. Asante Samuel Sr. Am I overreacting? 100%. Don't care. It's all his fault. All his fault. Look how I'm not missing any of the super chats, Connor. That's really good. That's why you took over. The hook Mike says Pats could trade up to seven for the Lions, 10 for the Cowboys. If they were going for quarterback, yes. Uh, I think at that point, though, they would be picking the fifth best quarterback. As long as they're comfortable with that, I'm like, I'm fine with it. I just don't want the Patriots to trade up for the sake of trading up. I get what Dennis is saying that we're settling and we have to, you know, go get one of those premium quarterbacks, but they're not going to trade in the first, second, or third. We know that. Okay. The Jets aren't going to trade them the second pick. They're not going to get rid of Trevor Lawrence in in Jacksonville. And San Francisco just moved up to number three. So that's not going to happen. So then it comes down to Atlanta. If they take a quarterback, maybe, maybe not. We know since he's not, but it's going to be expensive to get up there. If Miami trades to Denver, that's the four of the five top quarterbacks coming out. But like, let's say their guy, for just an example, let's pretend their guy is Justin Fields and he's the fifth quarterback. Then I could see the Patriots moving up to number seven. But I'm also sitting there too thinking I'm also sitting there too and thinking <laughs> Sorry, I just I just saw I'm gonna put a chat. Yeah, something that just blew my mind. Um I'm also thinking too, if you're Detroit and you're sitting there and Justin Fields or whoever's available, probably not Fields, but whoever's available. Do you still want to trade out or do you consider going like, oh man, we could, you know, bring him in, use golf for a couple of years and then have our future quarterback. So it could be tough to see what happens. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it, they could look at it from that opportunity where um, they don't believe long-term that golf's going to be the solution either. And that they could have two guys now. I wouldn't be surprised, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think the lions also have a lot to worry about. I think they have a lot of holes to fill. So Connor, I'm going to let you address this one. So SM Down H9 says, Dear Pat Station, Bill is most responsible for the Patriots' missed undefeated season. I'm looking for some elaboration on that one, man. I don't, I, I don't know what you're basing that off of. They went undefeated. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost on a bunch of odd plays at the end. The offensive line got beat up by Michael Strahan. I don't I don't know why we would put that all on Bill Belichick. I, uh, I've i seen a lot of things put on Bill Belichick, some deservingly, some not deservingly. I don't think I've ever heard anybody blame Belichick for the soup, that Super Bowl. No, that's a first for me. That That's the first time I heard it, so I would love an explanation on that. Yeah, if, if you could do that in the next one minute and 45 seconds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something that's going to require a five-paragraph essay with cited sources. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a new one for me. That's a new one for me. MLM format, please. All right, we'll go to uh, Rollin Shaw here. No rookie QB is going to be better than Cam for the next two years. Something will fall to build during the season or next Oof, we'll see. Two years, is that's a lot. I know we talked about it before that uh, rookie QBs usually don't have that strong of seasons and playoff runs. Although last year, a bunch of rookie quarterbacks looked really good. Joe Burrows looks like he's going to be the real deal. Justin Herbert. And then we'll see because a lot of 
quarterback start to take a little bit of a leap uh, the second year as well. But we'll see. I think uh, for the most part, what you're seeing somewhat true is that a lot of rookie quarterbacks this this year, I don't know about year two, this year I'm talking about won't be as good as Cam, especially guys who aren't drafted in the ex- like very beginning. But we'll see. We saw a lot last year. Um. <laughs> it all we don't even know if cam newton's gonna be good this year all right let alone next year so i gotta first see how cam newton performs you know in, in this season than all the others see you know than than he did last you know i gotta see how much of an improvement he makes before i can even start talking about how he's gonna look in 2022 um when it comes to quarterback development again we don't know how any rookie quarterback is going to perform or second year quarterback is going to perform is he going to be like a josh allen that's going to take two or three years but here's the whole thing when you talk about quarterback development at some point you have to let him play right if you just say okay we're gonna go with cam for the next two three years then we'll let our rookie quarterback play that's basically his rookie season that's when he's learning the speed of the nfl in a real game and I don't like that. I, I like a quarterback to sit for a year and play the second year. Maybe Cam Newton would be a, a little bit of a better option in 2022, but at some point you have to move on and let your your rookie play. Um, but to make that kind of statement, I can't agree with you because we don't even know if Cam's going to be good in 2021, let alone 2022. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point as well. He's got to perform this year. Because if it's the repeat of last year, then I would almost say there's a handful of rookies who I don't even see play yet that'll be better than them. So here's the reason. And the defensive guru needs to stop Eli Manning from scoring a touchdown in the last two minutes when Brady gave him the lead to two minutes left. So blaming Belichick for the last two minutes when the defense couldn't stop him? Ray was blaming Asante Samuel. I think that would make more sense, and he's half-joking. I mean, he dropped a fumble. They almost had him sacked. They got a holding call. David Tyree had a ridiculous helmet catch. Asante was no, it was Asante Samuel. It was Ellis Hobbs fell down in the end zone. It was the perfect storm for them to come back and win at the very end, and the defense held them to whatever it was, 17 points the entire game. I don't think the defense was even the issue. The offense was what got shut down. I think they were, I think that game was 17 to 14 or something. Yes, Brady put up the second touchdown and second score of the game with two minutes left in the game. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. You're going to pick on Bill Belichick for two minutes left in the game from a bunch of things that happen. And I get it. You're a Brady fan. I get it. I get it. But if we're not talking excuses, then it's Tom Brady's fault that they lost Super Bowl 52 to Philadelphia because he fumbled the football. He's supposed to be the greatest quarterback of all time. You can't fumble the football with two minutes left in the game. Yeah, yeah, for the same for the same like uh, concept based based on that. Yeah, after your team put you in a position that you get the ball last, you can't right. you, you can't fumble the football in that situation. No one's blaming Tom Brady for Super Bowl Fifty Two. Nobody, right? That, but it's the same argument. It's the same argument. <laughs> Some people just hate Bill Belichick. 
I know. I think that's what it comes down to. They love Tom Brady and they hate Bill Belichick. And just to clarify, everybody, Tom Brady was not responsible for the Patriots losing Super Bowl 52. You nope. could argue Bill Belichick was by benching Malcolm Butler. Um, But I'm not going to blame Bill Belichick for, for the perfect season. No, I agree with uh, McChickens. I think it was actually Mitt Romney who did it. Absolutely. I thought it was, <laughs> was it Mitt or was it Obama? Who do we blame for that? <laughs> I think, I think it was both of them. They should have, they, they should have stopped them on offense while stopping them on defense simultaneously. It was a combination of both. I get yep. it. Guys, yep, we appreciate, absolutely. we appreciate y'all coming on to the DPM podcast. Uh, I saw the Mike Hook drop in the comments at Tuesday at eight o'clock. He is live. Why don't you go check him out at, yes, the, at the, the hook Mike. Uh, so you can watch me at seven, Mike at eight, and then Connor and I at, at nine. Uh, just the two, just the two of us again. Yes, sir. Getting used to this, but guys. We appreciate it. Appreciate all of y'all here. Thank you for everybody who participated in the live chat. Thank you for all the great super chats. Don't expect them. Don't you know? But always, uh, always unexpected. Always appreciate it. Uh, a lot of viewers tonight. Uh, appreciate that. We've gone an hour and four minutes. We're complaining that we're tired after our boy went twenty four hours over the weekend. So you know, Shit. it is what it is. Connor, man, tell me about those New England Patriots. They're going to be legit, kid. We want to thank all of our Dear Pats Nation loyalty club members over at patreon.com slash DPN sports. For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content that we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN sports. We don't have any tiers. We don't charge you for different levels of access. We have one tier at one cost, five bucks. You'll get five webcasts a week and you can participate in our Patreon exclusive live stream every second Friday. You can hang in the chat. You can join Connor and I on the screen and have a voice-to-voice conversation with us and other Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. But in order to get the content, you have to join the club. And you can do that by going to patreon.com slash DPN Sports. If you'd like to check it out, we have left the link to the Dear Pats Nation Patreon page wherever and however you are listening or watching. And guys, there are many different ways that you can support Dear Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do that in style is by visiting the Dear Pats Nation merch shop over at teespring.com slash stores slash DPN. And when you're there, get your hands on the newest DPN apparel, t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, whatever you want. Get it all at our merch store at teesprings.com slash store slash DPN. For your convenience, we've left a link to our merch store in the description or wherever you're listening or watching this show. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. 
This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.